just like a patch landed on a Hey, it's Robert Mitchell, and it is time for episode 55 of High Tide in the Dream Time. Wow, what a couple weeks it's been. Uh, I've been really affected by work I've done with people and what's going on in the world. And, you know, I had this thing where uh, I went viral. That's sort of about what my last podcast was about with uh, Jeff Bezos's uh, space launch. And, you know, I am not really going to talk about psychedelics today. I'm not really going to talk about um, manifestations of consciousness other than individually. And, you know, there's been so much going on this summer with the environment, with just fires everywhere in Greece and the Pacific Northwest uh, in Siberia you know and it's just so and you know I think just this past week you know Afghanistan's collapsed after 20 years there and there's so many reasons for these for for that that I may get into um but, you know, the first thing I want to say is is the amount of focus that's gone on to space tourism is just absurd. Because who cares? Who cares if people pay a quarter million dollars to go into space for 10 minutes, to float around and play catch with Skittles, which is what Jeff Bezos mostly did. And with the amount of Trauma that's been inflicted on the biosphere in the past 150 years. There is no other story to talk about except uh, each individual's relationship with their own origins and the origins of the entire physical world. Because the Earth is a body. It was formed by uh, intelligence beyond our understanding. Just like you were. Everybody listening to this. They were formed by an intelligence beyond our understanding you know, our limited capacity to organize ourselves through our stories, through our histories, where we came from, who our parents were, who their parents were, where they lived, who our friends were growing up, what they thought of us. A lot of it is so much nonsense. And the state of the world and the state of the individual in the world speaks so much to this disconnection. 
and the tools we use trying to reconnect are so lacking. The tools we use to try and be part of a collective of knowledge are cell phones, our computers, media, media we agree with, media we disagree with. It's all so thin. It's all nothing compared to the totality of reality. And most people, and I'm like this at times, are totally disconnected from the origin of reality. And the origin of reality is that consciousness that has formed everything. That anything that has occurred naturally has been shaped by an intelligence, mostly beyond our understanding, though it's trying to communicate with us through the shape of things, including our own bodies. You think of all the genetic combinations that could have come together in exchange material from your parents. What actually was the determining factors in how you came together and how tall you were and how your bones were built what your skin was like, color your eyes are, how your lungs formed, how your heart formed, how your brain formed, how your kidneys formed. What was the intelligence behind that? And what did it want you to understand about yourself? and your actual origins and the intelligence that has shaped your entire life, including your history and biography. Your history and biography are a symptom of the intentions of that intelligence. It's been put there as a transformational opportunity for you, for me whatever we recall with our senses, with our thoughts, it's all just trying to reconnect with our origins. You know, I I was fortunate enough this week to work with a friend who has a, uh, a child who, who had some questions about a dream they were having. Well, it was such a pleasure because even though this was a younger person, to be, because their dreams, our dreams, all our dreams speak way, 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 way 
more about our origins than our stories do. And I was told that this, uh, this, this person had precognitive dreams and, um, we all have precognitive dreams. Every single one of us, everyone who can hear this has precognitive dreams. Because a lot of things that you learn how to do, you're presented with in your dreams first. It's a fact. Your dreams talk to you about emerging capacities that you don't know you have yet in a language you've forgotten. Our brains are part of a two million year developmental process. And the part of us that dreams in the, in the brain, it's part of that two million year process and it speaks a language that's millions of years old. That's why we don't understand our dreams. Because we think, oh, our dream meant this. Because that's easy. Because that's what it means if it was a dream on CNN. But your dreams are speaking to you in an ancient language. Just like the planet heating up is speaking to us in an ancient language. And not enough people are listening to what it's saying. Global warming comes from the same reality that our dreams do. A connection to the origins, to a homeostasis that was set up by an intelligence that we struggle to understand. So it speaks to us about our failures to understand it with forest fires, droughts. Melting poles. And it says, hey, what are you going to do about this? You're going to watch another episode of your favorite television show? You're going to fight about whether coronavirus is real or not? About if you have to wear a mask inside or not or at school? going to worry about your 401k? You're going to buy another home in South Florida in a private gated community? world's on fire. With 
our inability to look into reality with a mystical vision. The richest man in the world thinks the answer to our problems is uh, polluting space. The 20th century had two great mystics. One was Carl Jung, who mapped consciousness. And the other was Einstein, who followed his intuition to reformulate the world. as not solid, not matter, but energy. The same energy that animates your dreams animates the world. One of the memories I shared this week for my birthday was of a dream that saved my life. when I dreamed that there was a, I was in a jungle and there was a, when I, I drove through the jungle in the back of a Jeep with two women, there was a viper hanging off my shoulder at the end. And one of the women took it off and I said, am I gonna die? She said, I don't know, depends on how much venom got in. Then a couple weeks ago, I noticed a spot on my shoulder and I made an appointment with a dermatologist and I told her why I was there. I told her about my dream and she thought it was super nuts. So she took a biopsy just to get me out of her office. And then she called me a day or two later and said to come in that day take out some more layers of skin because there were melanocytic cells in that uh, skin she took off and if it got below my epidermis I needed to start chemotherapy that week we all need to oh and uh, I, I had it had it done there were two women just like in the dream and they just cut out big chunks of my shoulder and then told me that it hadn't gotten below the epidermis. So I was okay. So in the dream when I said, am I gonna die? And she said, depends on how much venom got in. It was just like in that moment when she said that the, the melanocytic cells didn't get below the epidermis, didn't get into my lymphatic system and it's gonna be okay. So we're all dreaming dreams that can help. We have to listen. We have to learn our language of dreams. The dream's not about a uh, tourist space flight. I'm sure of it. <laughs>
That's not really going to help anybody. The dream is about reverse engineering the environment. The dream is about using quantum tools that we're already using for the internet, for TV, for cell phones, which are the low-hanging fruit on the quantum tree. There are higher branches There are higher branches that have more transformational technologies on them, I am sure. And part of what those branches are attached to are consciousness. I have a lot of tech clients who are very bright people. (laughs) And... People like Elon Musk think that reality is some kind of computer simulation, but that's wrong. Computers are a simulation of reality. They're a simulation of consciousness. And when new areas of consciousness can be simulated with technology, Amazing things can happen. People can fly. People can communicate in nanoseconds over thousands of miles. That's why Elizabeth Holmes was such a a, a funny person because she understood that we're always looking for corollaries in technology for emerging capabilities of human consciousness. <laughs> so she pretended she had some kind of technological corollary for blood tests that required less blood, less technology, <laughs> less hegemony about who could get blood tests thinking that everyone was going to have one of these machines in their house that gave them a complete health profile but it didn't exist but everybody got so excited about the corollary in technology we have to think about what we're trying to achieve with our lives and our gifts. I think about that all the time. How are we gonna help? How am I gonna help? You know, I think about, you know, everybody's focused on Afghanistan falling. Just this weekend. And after being there for 20 years, it's going to be like the United States was never there. And the reason that is, is because 
It's impossible to occupy a people and a nation unless you create something that serves everybody in that nation and benefits everybody in that nation. And while you're doing that, you better provide a mythology that's better than the one they have that everybody can believe in. Because what they have in Afghanistan, because it's so rugged and it's so hard to get places and it's so hard to transfer information. <laughs> they have a, a thousand year old caliphate. A sadistic misogynistic punishing view of reality that reflects the neglect and the abuse that so many people in that country have been raised in. And you can't just go and put an army in there and say we're going to take control of the country think that's going to substitute for a mythology and a culture that benefits people. Because the land only lends itself to tribalism. And I mean, how stupid are the people running this country that they thought they were going to change anything by sending the military there? And you know who the biggest... Um, you know who, who, who burns more CO2? than any other organization in the world. The United States military. You think about accelerating global warming models since the 1970s. You think about how much carbon was burned flying troops, tanks, supplies, beds, deaths to the Middle East, to Iraq, the, the amount of number of ships, the amount of fuel that was burned in ships carrying materials. It's astounding. Our government did this. They know how much carbon is burned involving themselves in these wars in places that their motivations aren't even pure. 
to oust Saddam Hussein, who had nothing to do with 9-11, and then to go and take control of Afghanistan when most of the time Osama bin Laden was in Pakistan. It's absurd. The world is absurd. The logic of the world is absurd. Jeff Bezos wearing a cowboy hat, carrying his cowboy hat into his rocket so he could wear it on the way out and look cool. To fly 60 miles into a universe that's 10 billion light years wide and he spent $5 billion doing it. We have to dream our own dreams, each one of us, about who we are and what we can do and what the consciousness that creates everything wants from us. What can each one of us do that only we can do? That benefits the most amount of people. That's the question. Each one of us can ask. And if we can answer that question, we can be connected to a meaning in our life that makes anything endurable. The planet like each one of us, is in a terminal event. Every one of us is going to die. And the planet at some point won't be able to sustain life anymore. You know, that was going to be like, I don't know, like a billion years from now, but with what's going on, it's really sped up. It's not a given. Our health, our life, our long life is not a given. But what is given is that we have an opportunity to help other people with the dreams that we dream. We can help other people with the dreams that we dream. Help other people with the dreams that we dream.
I dreamed I saw the knights in armor come and saying something about a queen. There were peasants singing and drummers drumming and the archers split the tree. There was a fanfare blowing to the song that was floating on the I was lying in the burned-out basement With the full moon in my eye I was hoping for a replacement When the sun burst through the sky There was a band playing in my head And I felt like getting high Thinking about what a friend had said